What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much again for tuning in. We got a special, special episode today where we actually have Chris Salas, who is the winner of the giveaway, uh, you know, here with us just to talk some NC State stuff today. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, sir. I love it. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Plenty to talk about if you're a state fan. I've been doing this for uh, 36, going on 37 years now. So, um, yep. excited. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so first, I wanted to kind of start off with, uh, you know, those, you know, state fans who don't know you. So, just kind of give a little bit of background on, you know, your NC State history, you know, uh, you know, just, yeah, I mean, just kind of give an overall, you know, perspective on, you know, who you are, and especially from the state fan perspective. Yeah. So, I grew up in Garner. Uh, my whole family's uh, state fans. Um, so, a little background on my story. Uh, my, my grandfather was a diehard state fan, actually. Um, worked at NC state in the uh, woodworking shop. Um, and I used to joke with him all the time, uh, that he used to never know when state was playing basketball or football. So I'd give him a call and, uh, say, Hey, look, granddad games coming on at six o'clock tonight. Make sure you tune in to channel five before we, before they had games on, you know, ESPN and all these ACC network and stuff. And, uh, he'd miss a game if I didn't call him. Uh, he passed away in 2007 and, um, and I, I miss it. You never think you'll miss the things like that, but, uh, I miss it all the time getting kind of choked up here talking about it. So I won't, won't talk about it too much, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I miss it. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, and, and that, that's why too, Chris, I mean, you know, I, I think for, for us, we, we had to pick that story just cause it was such a cool story. I think, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it just kind of, it just shows, you know, for, especially from, from a state fan perspective, you know, just the, the family culture as well, you know, it's so cool to, to see that. So definitely hats off to you for, for dedicating yourself to keeping your grandfather up to date on state sports. That's always a big thing. Um, so yeah, first of all, you know, you know, wanted to kind of first start talking about, I mean, obviously we're less than 50 days, even actually, I think even 40 days away from, uh, from the start of football season, which I know we're all excited about, but, uh, Okay. You know, wanted to kind of first start off, but I mean, you know, what's, what's kind of your, um, you know, when you start, when you think about, you know, this upcoming season, what excites you about it? I mean, you know, is it, I mean, I think we've got a great linebacking core. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, obviously, uh, running back situation. I think Bam Knight's going to be huge for us. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. see what he can do. Uh, quarterback situation, you know, who, whoever that is in the, in the, in that position, um, I'm sure that it'll be fine. Um, I'm a, I'm a Dave Doran fan. I know, you know, some people are not. Um, I'm a, I'm a Doran fan. I think he has, you know, not only what it takes to get things done on the, on the field, but also off the field, um, mentoring these young guys and, and getting them prepared for life. And I think that's huge mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, so I, um, I'm curious, like, is that your favorite sport? Is it football? Do you like, is you big, big, I mean, is it state athletics all around? I'm guessing generally, but if you had to pick like a few, is it just, football basketball or is baseball more important to you or what do you think i, I so i grew up a, a baseball fan uh i played baseball for probably 12 to 15 years a little bit in high school um but basketball and football are probably my two main sports um i follow baseball you know lightly um until it gets deeper into the season uh only because I, i'm so involved with my son's uh little league team uh <laughs> it consumes cool. a lot of my time uh like babysitting you know little kids all the time so but i enjoy that too so yeah, I know. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm curious. Like, I was. Um, I for me, I, you know, I'm really excited about the season. I'm also just kind of curious what you think. Kind of like a run by your rundown. What you think the season's going to look like? I know you mentioned you highlight those players, but I'm just curious what you think that football season's going to be like. And then, 
you know, talk about some other sports here in a little bit, but what do you, you know, since we're already talking about that, what do you think it was going to look like? I'm a state fan, man. So I set my, I set my bar high and uh, I don't try to get too overexcited. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been doing this 36, 37 years. Um, I'm always optimistic. Um, but I'm also a realist. Uh, I don't believe in <laughs> NC state stuff, crap, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I know that, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking for a, a nine win season or so. I mean, I, I think okay. that'd be a great year. Um, you know, because I know you were just saying that you're basically a big Dorn, uh, you know, fan. So was there a moment in, in his um, in his tenure that kind of stands out as like the moment like that just kind of bought you in on Doran per se? Like, you know, do, like if it was there a moment or would you say it was just more just kind of his overall work? I, I think it's overall, man. It's his overall work. I, like I said, I, I don't think it's just on the field um, stuff. It's off the field. I think, you know, the, the guys, the recruits like him. I think he's built a great staff. Yep. Um, for the most part, retained retained a great staff, and I, I think the players, you know, buy into his system, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just a fan of them. So over the last couple of years, per se, you know, one of the biggest things which has definitely stood out is I think for me is for Coach Doran is his consistency. You know, overall, because you know, especially when it comes to football overall, state state football overall has had a tendency to. Just like you were saying, you know, win some big games, have some big upsets, but also have some bad losses. But I think overall with Dorn, you kind of see that consistency where he beats his teams most of the time that he's supposed to beat, and you know, unfortunately loses teams, but you know that we weren't supposed to be anyway. Um, but I mean, you know, looking back, you know, would you say that there was maybe a favorite game uh, to you? Um, you know, obviously, I'm sure Carolina beating Carolina is always a great thing. That's all. That's always number one. Yeah. Um, but the the one that stands out, the one that stands out the most for me is uh, the Louisville night game. I can't remember what year it was. Maybe 2017 or 2018. Uh, me and my wife went to that game. She actually grew up a Carolina fan. She's now a state fan. I'm um, actually worked for. Uh, oh really? For, that's big news. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, it was either it was either Chris or Carolina, and you know she's here. Right now, so I yeah. don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that. No, that's that's perfect. So kind of transitioning here to basketball. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, big off season for sure, you know, keep holding on to Manny Bates. Um, you know, what, what's your overall kind of viewpoint on uh, Coach Keats and what he's done so far with the program? I think Coach Keats is great. Um, I, I'm Again, I'm a huge fan of Coach Keats, and um, I think he's built a, built a great roster. I think he's got some good income and talent. Uh, I was a little disappointed uh, – with the Shaquille Moore uh, decision to transfer, uh, that's just the nature of basketball today in, today, in 2021. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. It'll probably, you know, get a lot more different in my lifetime. But um, I think you build with the guys you have, build a culture around the kids you have, and, you know, you, you do the best you can with what you have. Yeah. I want to take a quick second here and uh, uh, give a shout out to our sponsors, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group. That has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout East North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial health, uh, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to help find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Uh, you can find them on Instagram and, and Facebook at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So Yeah. So let me ask you this question. If we're kind of in the same vein. If you know what you're talking about these young players. We mentioned Cam Hayes and Shaquille Moore. We've also got like Sebron. We've got um, some of the new guys coming in. Breon Pass. You've got Terquavian Smith. You've got a bunch of those guys. Uh, Ernest Ross. It's a pretty young roster for the most part, right? It's pretty young. So you got the you, you the thought is you know Helms is probably going to be the guy. It's going to be his team, him and Bates, and and so beyond that, 
you know, it's pretty young. Do you, what are your thoughts on that as, you know, going into this season? I, I think we're going to have some guys. Um, I feel like, you know, the bench, I don't think it's as big as I would like it to be um, and as deep. But I think we've got some guys that can probably come off the bench and, you know, not, maybe the, the, the lineup may not take a step back. Maybe we can you maintain, get some guys some rest during, during uh, the game. Um, as far as Cam Hayes, I think he's great. He's lightning quick. Um, I think he progressed a lot during his freshman campaign. Um, Breon Pass coming in and especially Manny Bates coming back. I mean, I think he's going to be a force this year just like he was last year. I mean, I, you know, I mean, you, you would think that you can't get any better blocking shots, but Manny Bates, I mean, he's a, he's a man among boys out there. I mean, he just is. Oh, yeah. We've, high, yeah, we've highlighted that during some of our previous interviews where we're talking about it. Um, and I interviews discussions, we're talking about how Manny right now, if he, had, if he were to stay all four years, he would, be, he would completely obliterate the block record. And it wouldn't even be close because I know, I know he, if he, it would take him like, you know, a few games into his senior season to tie BJ's. Uh, all time record. Right. So, um, but I, you know, I, for me, I'm, you know, we, we, we talked about this a little bit, and I don't know if you kind of get this vibe too. Is um, I feel like this is a season that Keats is going to have to make the the post the NCAA tournament because I feel like for so long he's the first season was his best season. We've talked about this, and going into it, right. you know, it's a young roster. He's lost um, DJ Funderburk. He's lost. Devin Daniels, he's lost Braxton Beverly, and those are you know three seniors um, for the most part. I mean, and I'm I'm just you know thinking how is, if he's got a young roster having to, I think in a critical year where he has to make the mark you know the NCAA tournament big dance. Do you feel like that's pressure on him? Do you get that same sense as we do, or what are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like there's pressure uh, all across the board. I mean, I think there's pressure on the guys. I mean, obviously, you come in, you you come in with a coach, uh, freshman, sophomore season. You want to you want to be with that coach for the entirety of your career, whether that be three, four, five years. Um, as far as Jericho Helms goes, I mean, I I'll be the first to tell you, man, I was a critic to start with. Um, I think there were some errant shots that were taken. No offense, Jericho, if you're mm. if you watch this, um, but I, I'm a fan <laughs> now. Um, I'm on that bandwagon. Um, I think Jericho stepped up in, in a tremendous fashion, especially after Daniels went out last year. And I think he proved that he can be that guy. And I think, quite frankly, we're going to have to have him this year. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, no, again, well, he, he, he's somebody who wouldn't necessarily be, you know, Mr. Highlight Reel per se, but he's somebody that, that you can – you can count on, which is a big thing, right. especially in basketball, you know, when things are going south, that you can put the ball in his hands and he can make a play for you. Absolutely. So so kind of taking a look back, you know, NC State, you know, obviously we've had, you know, many big names come to NC State, at least for us, you know, maybe not necessarily like nationwide or even ACC-wide, but to us are big names. Do you have, uh, like, you know, if you had to pick, like, one favorite basketball player and one favorite football player, who would you say? All right, man, basketball has got to be Julius Hodge, man. Um, good answer. Th- that, he, the jewels from Harlem. If <laughs> if you're scared, get a dog. Uh, the whole nine yards, man. Jules is my man. So, uh, as far as football, I'd probably say T. A. McClendon. Um, just was a huge fan of his mm. coming out of high school. And um, let's see, man. There's probably there's a couple others. Philip Rivers. Um, mm-hmm. Nate Irvin. So where, let me ask you uh, this question: when, when did you go to When did you go to state? Let me ask you that question. I didn't go to state, so man, I grew up oh, a, a okay. huge state fan. Um, it's like I was—I was saying earlier uh, before we started. Um, I 
I was more or less interested in hunting, fishing, and doing everything else that was more important to school that I thought at that time. So yeah. uh, I didn't go to state. Um, I'm just a huge fan. That's okay. Yeah, that's cool. I was, cause I was asking, the reason why I asked is because it sounded like you were a student from a certain window of time, yeah. kind of certain ballpark. <laughs> and that's why I figured, because I was like, if you got T.A. McClendon, Philip Rivers, Julius Hodge, I'm like, okay, he's got to have gone to school right around when all those guys were there. That's why it I asked. It would have been around that time. So yeah. that's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so in terms of, uh, you know, other sports, I mean, obviously with, with baseball, you know, obviously just got off, uh, you know, finished here, but, um, you know, I, I think for, for us, and, and we actually asked this earlier and I think it's actually maybe an interesting question to ask for you. So for baseball, so if you were given the option, like, like looking at like Duke per se, who won the AC title, but then lost in the regionals, but then for us where we lost the AC championship, but made it to Omaha. Would you, if you would have had rather had it an ACC title losing in the regionals or making it to Omaha and losing the AC championship, which would you rather have if you were if you got to pick? So I kind of knew I was going to get this question because I was watching some of your previous recordings. So, <laughs> yeah. um, for, for me personally, I would have loved to have an ACC championship. I just I, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced anything like that, um, that I can remember. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you when the last one was. I've got a son that's nine years old. He's a diehard state fan, and you know I hope <laughs> he doesn't have to grow up like I did, not seeing anything significant. Yeah. One, um, mm-hmm. but you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, yeah. But I would love to see a you know an ACC championship in, in one of the you know major sports. Women's basketball is doing great. Um, I follow them as mm-hmm. well, but uh, I'd love yeah. to see one in baseball, basketball, or football. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, you know, if you had to pick between, because speaking of probably that same recording that we also asked the same question, I'll ask it to you. Uh, so between, you know, football, men's basketball and baseball, if you had to guess, which one would you say wins a C title first? Probably baseball. I, I would say baseball. And that's not just based off of this past season. Um, I think baseball is, is obviously a, there's more games to be played. Um, I think there's just I, – I, I just – I think baseball has a better chance of doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can get on board with that a little bit. I, I feel like, you know, as close as Avent has been – so he's been there six times to the championship right. game. He just hasn't gotten it. Uh, the other teams haven't gotten there in forever. I mean, it's, I know there's been some times we might, we've made it to the semifinals in the AC tournament. We've made it to – you know, back that infamous game we lost to Maryland 10 years ago and we couldn't play for an ACC title in football. Mm-hmm. Um but I do. I, I tend to agree with you. I think baseball is really close, and I'm just curious. You know, you know, you mentioned the championships, and we, we should talk about that. But in general, for football, basketball, we can, we can baseball too. What do you think it's going to take for those programs to get? Let me rephrase this. Where do you think? Where do you, where do you see them in like five, ten years from now as, as a program? And then, what what do you think it's going to take for them to get to that next step to? to win the championships, to become a, you know, I want to say a perennial top 25 team. I feel like we're always like a fringe top 25 team and never like, oh, they are on, they are always there. They are always a name. They're a name. And I feel like we are, but just not to, what do you, what do you think it's going to take for those programs to get there? I don't know, man. Recruits, recruits. Okay. Um, Not, not to say that a one, two, three-star recruit can't be a five-star recruit coming out of college, but you can't, I think you've got to have something that's built, over a couple of years. And I think you have to be able to develop guys. I think you've got to be able to bring in top talent. 
uh, retain mm-hmm. coaches, whether it be head coaches, assistant coaches, and, and build some trust with these players that are incoming that, hey, this coach is going to stick around and they're looking to build something. I think that's what it's going to take. doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the sport is. Yeah. yeah. I, it kind of makes me think of the, the concept of like how – you know, the coaches aren't the only ones out there playing the game. They're right. coaching, but they're the ones making the plays. So it's like they have, you know, a lot of co- – there's, there, there's some great coaches out there. I think Doran's a really good coach, and he's they've really coached that player as well. You can clearly see the development from the three-star guys mm-hmm. to being, you know, five-star quality players. Like, you can bring them into campus, but once they get there, they've heard the saying, stars don't matter anymore. And I feel they've done a really good job. I can just imagine if they get those guys who are – they're getting the four stars. Imagine if it's like a – half the program, half the class is a four-star class. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think about that and, um, you know, I, I tend to agree. I think there's, I think there's things like you can argue like the money side of things, which I, you know, we, we don't have like, you know, Clemson is loaded with money and football program. They've just pour all that. So that there, that kind of helps them out too. I think about, um, obviously coaching it. Sometimes it's just getting, sometimes it's getting lucky a little bit. Like some, yep. sometimes things oh, yeah. just got to go your way. So I'm, that, that's interesting. Just, your first thought was recruits. It's a good, good point yeah but in terms of uh you know you know obviously with with upgrades wise you, you know obviously with, with football so we're, we we are work actually working on some upgrades right now to the football stadium which will be in place for the first game against usf with uh upgrading the bleachers on the murphy center side getting rid of the bleachers on the uh big scoreboard side and like kind of putting in more of like a a, you know, a party zone per se is something like that over there. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of push for baseball right now, but what would you say kind of maybe the priorities should be in your eyes in terms of upgrades to the facilities? I'll be honest with you. I'd love to get out of PNC. I'd love to see NC state build something mm-hmm. um, somewhere that's dedicated to basketball. Um, I, I grew up going to Reynolds and, you know, I know you got to have bigger facilities means bigger money more money coming in to support athletics. But I would love to see NC State build a, a basketball arena. Uh, now, how many of that seats, I don't know. Um, but I'd love yeah. to see that. I could see something like that happening um, if they wanted to. Like, where, people are like, well, where would they do it? I could. I think at this point, I think Centennial would be a great choice. There's yeah. a lot of open area out there, so it's still on campus, and it would still tie it into them. But, you know, main campus, is uh, it's getting so small now. It's getting right. so tight. So. It's hard to find those spaces. Um, you know, PNC is great. It's I know I think State owns it and leases it out to the Hurricanes. If I'm not mistaken, something to that effect. Um, but yeah, I, some people say, well, but won't you build it near more towards downtown? Well, then it's then is the crowd who would rather have it on campus. So it's you right. Know, yeah, I feel like if you're going to do that, Centennial's a good spot. But that's a good point. I would. That's a good point. Yeah. So kind of uh, you know uh, wanted to ask kind of a couple you know blitz kind of questions of sort kind of quick questions of a sort so first of all one thing one question we've always asked you know most uh players that we've interviewed and we'll ask you so when it comes to football so what would you say your favorite (laughs) uniform combination is let's let's go for it i knew where Layton was going with this question (laughs) i liked all red all red going really Mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah i mean i I think that's definitely one and that and especially with my experience with uh football managing unfortunately Dorn is a very superstitious guy and uh, i think that he had way too many losses in the in that all red i think he's it's going to take a while for him to for him to get enough pressure to uh to bring that back but yeah i mean right yeah i mean definitely look back like in 2014 playing fsu in all red oh yeah it's a sweet uniform combination for sure but i'm actually happy you didn't say the the all black against louisville just to kind of change it up a little bit because i do think the all red has kind of been slept and then, you know, besides the main ones, and I would say 
women's basketball, men's basketball, baseball, and football, which are, you know, killing it right now. Is there any other sports, you know, within this athletics that you would say that maybe you follow more than the average state fan? So over the last four to five years, man, I've kind of kept up with uh, wrestling. I mean, I, it's hard to ignore what those guys have oh, done, yeah. uh, what Coach has done, and I mean, they're, got, they're on fire. I think they actually got another recruit. Maybe it was yesterday or today. I was looking into it, and uh, yep. they're on fire. I mean, yep. got a good thing going. Yeah. So just to kind of wrap it up, uh, one kind of fun question. I'm, I'm sure being a state fan, you've had your share of Howling Cal ice cream. So what's the go-to flavor? Oh, yeah. Uh, cookies and cream, man. Got to go cookies and cream. Yep. I got to ask one question. I got to ask one question. Are those Reynolds Coliseum benches your seats you're sitting on? They are. I was wondering if anybody was going to notice that. So. I was going to ask that. It's been, I was like, well, I don't know why we didn't ask that question yet. Yeah. So. Ooh. Man, take a look at those guys. Man, that's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Well, uh, picked them up at an auction for like 30 bucks. That is awesome. Good for you, Chris. For man. 30 bucks, too. That's pretty even more awesome. <laughs> that's Dire State Fan right there. Awesome. Yeah, man. So do you watch do you watch state games on those seats? I don't. I try to stay off of them because I don't want to mess them up. <laughs> it's just a special occasion, so I'm on them. So. Yeah, I hear you. I hear. You. We're honored. We're honored. 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 Love it. Awesome. Well, thanks, Chris, uh, for tuning in with us. And uh, please make sure again uh, for those who are watching, make sure to also uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Really appreciate the support there. Uh, please follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Tuffy Talk Now. Like this video. Check out our other content and uh, uh, join us next time thank you so much as always go pack